Okay. Welcome to another episode of Roadrunners Interview, the uh, Scarlet Nation podcast. I'm Katora West, and I'm joined here today with Miss Petalino. Hi, how are you? I'm doing Hi. so good. I miss you a lot, though. I miss everybody at Scarlet so much. I miss but you too. overall, hanging in there. Great. So can you please give us a brief introduction? Yeah, so my name is Miss Patalino, and I teach sixth grade math at Scarlet. Um, this is my third year at Scarlet, and every year I've taught math six and also a strategies for success um, math themed class. And I am so grateful to be at Scarlet. I love it to pieces, and I cannot imagine teaching anywhere else. Well, we're grateful to have you at Scarlet. Thank you. Great teacher. I enjoyed having you as a student. <laughs> Thank you. So I heard that you used to teach in South America. Mm -hmm. So could you tell us a little bit about South America and how the learning curriculum may be a little different? Yeah. So it's interesting. When I was in El Salvador, so that's where I was living, um, I was teaching actually adults. So I was teaching adults how to speak English. And then I was also learning how to speak Spanish. So I had four hours of Spanish instruction um, every day in the morning. And then in the afternoons is when I taught English. So it was very different. I wasn't in the traditional school system. Um, mm -hmm but I had such an incredible time there. So I was there for about five months. Um, and actually, so a little bit about my journey to Central America because then it sort of brought me to Scarlet. So I started teaching in 2008 um, after I graduated from U of M's undergraduate program. Um, and after that, I taught for Chicago for three years and then I moved back to Michigan because I missed my family. And I was out of the classroom for about five years working for this like awesome nonprofit. Um, and my job was like super varied. So I got to work with young people with disabilities. I taught people how to ride bikes and follow the rules of the road. I did a lot of advocacy work around mm -hmm. um, public transportation. Um, so why public transportation is really important and why we need to invest in it more in Michigan. Um, so it was awesome. It was a really cool job, but I missed teaching. And so after about five years there, I just had this day, I remember where I was like, okay, this is my plan. I'm gonna move to El Salvador. I bought a one-way ticket. And when I come back, I'm gonna teach middle school math at Scarlet Middle School. And it oh. happened, it like happened. Um, I, I just missed teaching so much. And I remember being in El Salvador and seeing that a job had posted at Scarlet. And I got all of these butterflies in my stomach and I was so excited and I was so nervous and I ended up interviewing for the job um, from the, like, in my bedroom on the floor. Um, and yeah, I just so lucked out. I'm so, so, so happy to be here. That was kind of a roundabout way of answering your question. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was a nice explanation, a nice answer to the question. Okay, thank so, you. Have you been back to El Salvador since you... Yes, I went back to El Salvador. Um, so after my first year teaching, um, I went back to El Salvador for just a week. And so that was kind of a tease. Um, but I got to see a lot of old friends, which was really good in the host family that I lived with. Um, and then that same summer, I went with Ms. D to Guatemala. Um, and I was at another um, language school there for about two weeks. So Central America has a very like strong place in my heart. And mm -hmm. I hope to be back soon. Nice. Would you live there like for a um, longer period? 
Yeah, you know, I could have stayed. I very easily could have stayed for longer. But when the job at Scarlet came, um, I just decided, no, I, I need to move back. My mom also had um, like kind of an emergency back surgery towards the, the end of my stay there. And so it was really important that I could get back home um, and see her and, and be with my family. Um, so at this point, I think probably, you know, still taking trips to visit, um, but mm -hmm. I think I, I love Michigan too much. <laughs> it's like you're home away from home. Yeah, exactly. It is a home away from home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, you're so, such a good listener. Oh, thank I'm you. Up on all the details. So you taught other grades. Do you like teaching middle schoolers or high school, or not high school, adults more? Um. Well, actually, so when I was in Chicago, I taught seventh and eighth grade math, and I also taught fifth grade. Mm -hmm. um, so Scarlet was my first time teaching sixth grade, and I feel like it's kind of the sweet spot. I love sixth grade. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I mean, I love middle school. I think it's such a um, weird time, um, and, mm -hmm. and middle schoolers are so weird, but in such a good way. Like, I'm realizing with this quarantine, like, okay, teaching online is nowhere near as fun because there's no shenanigans. <laughs> it's like one of the fun things about, or the most fun thing is just getting to hang out with all of you and hear your stories. And um, yeah, so this has definitely been a really difficult adjustment for me teaching online um, mm -hmm. because yeah, being with you all is my favorite part. Yeah. And it's going to be a hard adjustment coming back too, because like our, our sleeping schedule is going to be messed up and everything. Yes, I know. I'm waking up at like nine. <laughs> I usually wake up at 4.30 or 5, and I'm like, who am I? What year is it? <laughs> right. What day is it? Yeah. So what is the food that you're craving that you can't make at home? Um, the food that I'm craving that I can't make at home is fried plantains and refried yeah. beans, mm -hmm. which is what I had all of the time in El Salvador. Um, mm -hmm. So every morning I would have beans, eggs, avocado, um, the fried plantains and like really good coffee. Um, and I, so Pilar's Tamales is a Salvadoran restaurant in Ann Arbor, which is really great. Um, but I mean, still my favorite is what my host mom would make for me. That's nice. Yeah. How did, do you know how to make the plantains yourself? So I have, um, I'm, the hardest part for me is actually the beans. I haven't quite figured out how to get the right consistency. Um, mm -hmm. And same with the plantains. Like I can do it, but mm -hmm. it's just not, not it's same. not as, no, it's not as yeah. good. Yeah. I personally don't like refried beans because of the texture. I don't like how it's really. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I'm usually pretty sensitive to textures also, so I can see that. Um, mm -hmm. But if you ever go to El Salvador tour, try them. I think yeah, that I'll try them there. okay, because they It'll do something have special. a better flavor. Yes, they have really that El Salvador flavor. flavor. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, what are some cool things or interesting things that you want us to know about you? Um, I really love this question because you think that there are cool and interesting things about me. <laughs> no, just teasing. Um, so. I think that what is cool or interesting about me is that I love to learn new things. Um, so I'm really interested in social justice movements. That's part of what brought me to El Salvador. I'm really interested in learning about um, 
activists, so like biographies of people or, or just even people today who are really invested in their communities. Mm -hmm. um, I'm interested in our food system and thinking about food as medicine, faith traditions, yoga, gardening, poetry. Um, I'm just open to trying new things, I guess. So a few years ago, I took a drawing class and a hip hop class, and I chose those two things because they pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Um, mm. So yeah, I think, I think just my willingness to try new things and um, my willingness to kind of make mistakes and, and look awkward and just kind of own it. Yeah. yeah. What did you draw in your drawing? Um, I drew a lot of fruit. <laughs> it was like an apple. Um, and then like they would just have kind of random shapes. So I took mm -hmm. the class through Rec and Ed and the teacher was a high school art teacher at Pioneer. Um, and so we learned a lot about shading and like, what is it called? Cross hatch. Oh yeah, cross hatching. Yeah, we did a lot of that. Um, and it was so fun. Like the class was two hours long. And I remember thinking, how am I gonna draw for two <laughs> hours? That's so long. But the time always went by so quickly. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I remember in fifth grade, we had to like sit in front of an object and just draw it. And I didn't know how to draw. I, just, I was just like, she expects me to draw this? Like what? I don't, I can't do that, no. Yeah, it's so tough. I tried it and it was bad, but I tried it. <laughs> See, this connects to math though. So that's what I, um, like in, in my drawing class also, I feel like I let go, I had to let go of my ideas of perfection, right? In order mm -hmm. to be able to go there and do it. Cause I'm a person who can be very critical. And I would look at my apple and look at the real apple and be like, okay, those don't look very much alike, but I still like <laughs> I drew that and I made mistakes and it's part of the process of learning. And I feel like, um, I don't know, that's part of why I wanted to become a math teacher. So when I was in middle school and elementary school, every time I went into math class, I felt like really nervous. Like I had this pit in my stomach that the teacher would call on me and I wouldn't know the answer. Um, and I remember thinking, well, I'm not very fast at math. There's something wrong with me. So I just like, I just didn't like it. And then when I got to high school, I just kind of realized, you know what? I'm gonna take my time and I'm gonna make a whole bunch of mistakes and it's okay. And then I like fell in love with math and I thought mm -hmm. it was so awesome and so creative. And like, I could feel my brain like stretching and growing. And that's when I kind of decided, hey, I, I think that I would like to teach this and help everybody realize that like they can do math, that it's incredibly creative and it's okay to make mistakes and um, take your time. So art and math, they're connected, I guess is the moral of the story. Yeah, a lot of things are connected to math. Yes. They yeah. all have some sort of connection and it all it all makes sense at the end. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And understanding the why and why math works is so important. Mm -hmm. Yes. You are mm -hmm. very wise. <laughs> Thank you. So have you tried any fun or new things during this quarantine? Um, yes. So my sister, I am the oldest of four and my sister Liz is two years younger than me and she had a baby in November. Um, and Liz is a physical therapist and her husband is a psychiatrist, which means that they're still working. Um, and so I'm, I'm their new babysitter, which has been <laughs> so fun. And I, one thing that I learned is how to change diapers effectively because I wasn't very good at it at the beginning and she would have these blowouts and I was like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But now I know how to change cloth diapers. Um, they're harder for me and there's like this, 
I don't know. It was, I was mm -hmm. very intimidated, but that's what I've learned how to change diapers. That's cool. And I've also learned more about technology. Like I made my first iMovie. Um, one student said it was the longest 15 minutes of her life. <laughs> she didn't quite enjoy it, but still I made an iMovie. So I thought that that was good. What was the iMovie about? It was about, um, shoot, my first iMovie was about writing decimal number sentences. Oh. <laughs> All about decimals. <laughs> I remember we did the flip grid stuff in sixth grade. And yeah, wasn't that fun? Yeah, yeah. Was fun? yeah, you know, I tried that with a group of students this year and they were not, um, they were like very embarrassed to be <laughs> filmed. They, but I think by the end they liked it. Mm -hmm. You have to get used to it. Yeah, for sure. So what is the message that you want to get out to the eighth graders who are going to be going to high school? So that's a really good question. Um, first, I want to say thank you to them. So they were my very first class at Scarlet um, and they were so patient with me, right? I was learning the ropes at Scarlet right along with them. So, you know, if they needed help getting to, you know, Mr. College's room, for example, I'd be like, you know what? you better ask that person because I'm not so sure. And what time does lunch start? I don't know. So it, they were just very, very patient with me and they were a great group of kiddos. Um, and I know that they're going to be incredibly successful next year. Um, other advice that I would have, um, I think high school is such an awesome opportunity to learn more about who you are and what issues you care about. And I would just encourage people to get involved in as many clubs and sports and service groups as you can. Um, don't be afraid to do something because you think that you might not be good at it. And be kind, right, to yourself, to people around you. Um, mm -hmm. And when you mess up, say, I'm sorry. I think those are my my three points to the graduating class um, and come back and visit all the time <laughs> because we'll want to hear updates. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. I interview you. I had fun talking to you and I miss having you as my teacher. I miss having you, but once you're my student, you're always my student. And yeah. it was an absolute pleasure. I feel so honored to be um, interviewed by this team. And I'm so happy for this project. I think it's such a great idea for us to get to know eighth graders and also teachers in the school. So thank you and thank you to everybody in student council. All right. So just a reminder, you can check out this episode and others, both on the Scarlet Distance Learning website and as well as our podcast. Thank you and have a great day.